My name is Dimitri, and I'm a productivity and minimalism enthusiast. I'm Chance. I'm a philosophy and ethics enthusiast. And you're listening to the Rise Productive Podcast. The show where productivity meets philosophy. And what it means to build a better life. Now grab a mug and join us for the Productive Brew. There is a negative stigma within self-help that we need to beat out the bad parts of our disposition. We create habit trackers because we are unmotivated, we wake up early because we are lazy, and we plan every part of our lives because we will inevitably forget that assignment was due yesterday. I'm not here to flip the script and rip on productivity, but instead offer a lesson I've been learning in self-compassion in order to counteract my overcorrective behaviors. But before I get into that, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts with any thoughts or questions you have about this or any episode. We'll be answering comments every Saturday on the main podcast, so be sure to check that out. But back to today's lesson. In my meditative practice, I've been working through some different calm courses on self-compassion. More specifically, a course on radical self-compassion by Tara Branch has resonated and seeped into my practice recently. In this course, Tara discusses the RAIN technique for dealing with negative internal emotions, and the acronym stands for Recognize, Allow, Investigate, and Nurture. I don't want to get into the meditative practice in this episode, but I will offer you a short story told during the program and how this story has reframed negativity for me. Although there's some discussion about the validity of the story as Pali scripture, Tara tells the story as so. On the night before Buddha's enlightenment, the evil spirit Mara, who personifies greed, anger, lust, and other negative products of the ego in Buddhist scripture, would visit and tempt Prince Siddhartha to stop meditating. As Tara tells it, Mara was defeated, but would return occasionally to fight Siddhartha once more. On one visit, the Buddha invited Mara to sit down as an honored guest. He offered Mara a cushion and a cup of tea. Mara and the Buddha would sit across from each other, the Buddha undisturbed, and Amara would eventually leave when he realized his attempts were fruitless. Well, from a historical standpoint, I am pretty certain tea did not reach India until the British colonizers arrived. The story offers a powerful myth nonetheless. Oftentimes, we try to shut out negative emotions. We live in fear of failure, anxious that people may deem us inadequate, shameful of our work ethic, bad habits, or unclear goals. As Buddha looks his inner demons in the eyes and invites them to tea, we realize that defeating negative emotions means looking at them head on. By realizing your negative attributes are just as much a part of you as a birthmark or broken arm, we learn to accept and nurture those parts of ourselves and even turn them into strengths. One example I often think about is natural energy levels. Captain Sinbad has kind of peddled this idea on multiple occasions and it's the notion that every person's circadian rhythm wires them to have energy peaks and troughs throughout the day. Instead of shying away from those parts of the day when we feel our energy levels crash, either through procrastination or a caffeine boost to push through that trough, we could give those weaknesses an honest observation and ask, how can I work this into my favor? Personally, I wake up with a high energy level. And this is where I will get in one or two deep work sessions between 7 and 11 a.m. Yet, something I neglected for years throughout high school and my early years of college is I often fall into a motivational slump into the early afternoon. Put simply, I run out of steam to complete any deep cognitive work, or this work does not come out without a high level of resistance, to say the least. 
It isn't until about 4 or 5 p.m. when my energy level returns and I can press into another work session if I need. By inviting Mara into my reflections, I finally uncovered this truth. From the hours of 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., I try filling my time with housekeeping, administrative tasks, and exercise. I will tidy my desk, answer emails, and give my brain some cognitive rest in order to relax and prepare myself for success when the next work session arrives. Another point of resistance hardwired into my psyche is the urge to dilly-dally. My tendency to let a friendly conversation or philosophy 101 level debate drag out could be my fatal flaw, but my willingness to not ignore it makes it anything but fatal. As better ideas always says, inaction is a slow death. Action is a life-giving breath. Rather than shutting Mara out, ignoring the dilly-dallying, I've made a real project of mine to conquer this tendency this year. By inviting the negative attribute in and allowing it to be a part of my existence, I fight it every day, rather than pretending it does not hold control over me. By sitting this tendency down for tea, I converse with the dilly-dallying and we find compromise. I schedule out my mornings and afternoons with tasks that leave little room for frivolous conversation. And when all the checkboxes are complete, I'm able to nurture my love for directionless conversation with even more intention and passion because I know that the day is done and my tasks are complete. Negative emotions and personal weaknesses haunt us all. The question is, how will you treat your guest? Will you behave like a bad host and ignore your negative emotions? Will you try to combat its existence or sever it out of your life entirely? Or will you boil the hot water, pour out some tea for this good friend, and let that negative emotion be seen for what it truly is? Thank you for listening to this episode of The Productive Brew. Once again, please leave us your thoughts and comments. We love hearing from the Rise Productive audience as much as possible, and we love talking about it on the main podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, you can get this as a newsletter transcription if you head over to riseproductive.com newsletter. While you're over there, check out the Notion templates and be on the lookout for Notion courses coming soon. For now, thank you as always, and we will see you in the next one.